there! Welcome to Recording with Ronnie. I'm Ronnie, your host. Now let's get to it! In today's show, we're talking about cryptozoology. For those who don't know, Wikipedia defines cryptozoology as a pseudoscience and subculture that aims to prove the existence of entities from the folklore record, such as Bigfoot, the Loch Ness Monster, Yeti, the Chupacabra, the Jersey Devil, or the Makole Mbembe. Cryptozoologists refer to these entities as cryptids, a term coined by the subculture. I've always been very interested in science fiction, folklore, and the paranormal. It started young with the old universal horror movies and the like, being Frankenstein's monster for Halloween one year, getting an art print of the creature from the Black Lagoon for my room, and progressed to the point where I made a brief appearance on the evening news dressed as a little green man at the annual Exeter UFO Festival in Exeter, New Hampshire. The festival is held every Labor Day weekend to commemorate the incident at Exeter, a 1965 UFO sighting that became famous, witnessed by a teenager and two police officers. There's lectures on a variety of alien, cryptozoological, and paranormal topics, and skeptic or believer, you're in for a good time. I attended twice in 2018 and 2019. It was canceled last year and this year due to the pandemic, but I will certainly be back as soon as the festival returns. And it may be surprising that there is such a place in New England when all the great cryptids are so far away. Bigfoot in the Pacific Northwest, the Chupacabra in Puerto Rico, Mothman and the Flatwoods Monster in West Virginia, but even Massachusetts has its fair share of oddities. From the mysterious Upton Stone Chambers, the Bridgewater Triangle, considered a hotspot of paranormal phenomenon, to the many bizarre goings-on in the Freetown State Forest, Massachusetts is loaded with the bizarre. There is even one interesting cryptid we can lay claim to, the Dover Demon. The demon was spotted by teenagers in Dover, Massachusetts in 1977. It was seen by three teens separately between April 21st and 22nd of that year, in a straight line over two miles. The creature is short, hairless, and humanoid, with pale skin and glowing eyes. The creature is also featured in the book Monsters of Massachusetts, and even graces the book's cover. The book was written by Lauren Coleman, who is the director of the Cryptozoology Museum in Portland, Maine. I made the journey to the museum two years back, and although it's small, it is positively packed with all the material you would expect a cryptozoological museum to have. Bigfoot statues, a Dover demon sculpture, taxidermy hoaxes like the jackalope and fur-bearing trout, and even just straight-up bottles of alcohol from Scotland featuring the Loch Ness Monster's name and likeness. That trip was a deeply fun and informative one and I found myself spellbound by the intricacy and variedness of the museum's collection. But I'm not the only one in my house with an interest in cryptozoology, so I go now to my mom to ask her a few questions. And now, time for an interview! Hi, Mom. How are you today? Fine, thank you. And how are you? I'm good, thank you. So I have a few questions for you about cryptozoology, okay, Mom? 
Sure. My first question. What would you say is your favorite cryptid or supernatural being? Lake monsters. In general, like the whole scope of them? Yes. Like Champ in Lake Champlain and the Loch Ness Monster? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, the hidden depths of the monsters are like the hidden depths of people. You don't know what's lurking underneath the murkiness. That's pretty profound. <laughs> Second question. Do you believe there are cryptids and other things that are just the result of mistaken identity or can otherwise be debunked? Sure. I'm, I believe some are like that. Um, if you think about it, there are a lot of mysteries in the world. There's a lot that is undiscovered. Like, you know, what's the name of that fish that everybody thought was extinct? And The coelacanth? The coelacanth. And the news was they're extinct and then all of a sudden they're being captured by fishermen or being found so sometimes we think things go away they were just well hidden or rare sometimes i think that it could be you know like a mutation that could be interpreted as as something else you know when some things are seen it's less than optimal light you know, there's a lot of things that could come into it to make it seem like uh, something normal is abnormal. My last question for you, Mom. If you could see one cryptid in person, what would it be? Oh. See it? Do I get to interview it? Or say hi, or just like I'm taking a walk somewhere and there's a cryptid? Like you're taking a walk and it's just like hanging out there. Hmm. Jersey Devil might be fun. Yeah, you wouldn't get scared? I didn't say that, but it might be fun. <laughs> so you're gonna go off to the Pine Barrens of New Jersey? No. Okay, what would be a cryptid in the New England area? Or Massachusetts? Well, we have a few. The only one that pops into my head is, of course, the Dover Demon. The Dover Demon? In that forest. In the um, Haunted Triangle. Oh, do you mean the Bridgewater Triangle the and the Freetown State Forest? Yeah, so what hangs around there? Or what is purported to hang around there? I know there have been, I believe, like UFO sightings. I heard orbs, that there were like orange orbs or something there. And people would feel like they were being watched. But I don't know if there's a particular cryptid that that's its home. Maybe the Dover Demon goes and visits there sometimes as a tea party with the friends. Maybe. Maybe as friends and relations down there. What are the um, flathead ones? The Flatwoods Monster? The Flatwoods Monsters, yeah. That's in West Virginia. Well, maybe they hang out there. They can transport through some sort of portal. Yeah, through space and time? Yeah. Dance with the fairies in a mushroom ring. There's a fairy... Uh, uh, cryptid? I don't know. That might be one of those things that's a matter of personal opinion. Like an elf, a fairy, a gnome? I'm not sure. Well, thank you very much, Mom. You're welcome. That about wraps it up for today's episode of Recording with Ronnie. Thank you for listening, and see you next time!